greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 94, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. With me today, I have Stefano and Diana. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Stefano. I've been on like two of these, so you should know me, hopefully. <laughs> Unless you just were like, oh gosh, that guy's terrible. Let's just erase all memory of him. Aww. And he, they would, oh, okay, I was going to say, to have that thought, they would have to know who you are, but then you said erase memory. So, I guess you covered your plot holes. Yeah, yeah, they, they just erase their memories of me. Erase their memories of who? Who? <laughs> Anyways, Diana is the only other person on this podcast. You should introduce yourself. <laughs> That's right. Hey, guys, I'm Diana Gray, resident fangirl of GameCola.net, and I've been on more of these podcasts than I can probably count at this point. I hope you like me. If not, you're kind of in trouble. Because you're probably going to be on a lot more. I probably will. Probably. All right. So today we have some fun stuff because we have some news to actually talk about today. But the fun thing is, is that it's news that will definitely be irrelevant by the time the podcast actually goes up. So that's fun. The best kind of news, really. So first of all, we'll just make a quick note that there was a new Deponia game announced which is well within Game Cola's sort of area of knowledge, of expertise. Deponia, let's see, it's Anna, but we're probably going to save most of the actually talking about Deponia in depth for when she can come on. Uh, And Paul, I know Paul's really into Deponia as well. Mm -hmm. He was the one who actually tweeted about it the first time where I heard it from him. Nicola gave me the whole Deponia collection on Humble Bundle, and I still have not played it yet. I am remiss in that. I think uh, Anna wanted me to play it blind, though, so that's something to take into consideration. <laughs> See, I think it's the fourth game? I think it is, too, because I'm pretty sure there are three of them. Let's All see. I know about it is I watched some of Nathaniel Hoover's stream of it, so... Yeah, so yeah, it's the it's the fourth game. I didn't even know there was more than one. <laughs> Deponia Doomsday. Well, that's... Oh, okay. So yeah, Deponia Doomsday. So it comes out as of talking as of the recording of this podcast. It comes out in five days, which means that when the podcast goes up, it will be three or four days since it came out. Probably something, something like, that. like that. So look forward to that. Um, if you haven't seen it, because I haven't really seen a lot of press about it, so you might not have known about it. So check it out if you if you're a fan of Deponia. Obvious. I mean, that's and you haven't already heard about it by time this goes out because well, you could check is... it out a second time stefano <laughs> you can check things out more than that's why there's video game rental stores and you get the game and then you give it back and then you get the game again when you keep your memory card so you can keep playing it that's the end of the story i lost track of your story about halfway through not gonna lie story was like not even it was just a run-on sentence okay i think it was a story anyway we have another piece of news that we can talk a little bit more about, which is the rumors, which will be confirmed or denied tomorrow, mm-hmm. as a Pokemon Sun and Moon version. But that's literally all we know. Right. There's not a whole lot to talk about. So the story goes that someone was looking at uh, copyright or trademark filings or stuff, but like basically where you file stuff where you say, hey, you're not allowed to make a game that's called this because we, we own it, own that name, yep. right? So they found that the names Pokemon Moon, Sun version and Pokemon Moon were 
trademarked or copyrighted, I forget which, um, which makes leads people to believe that those will be the next entries in the series. I think that has the potential to be really cool, but I'm also biased because I'm a Pokemon fan. What's interesting to me is that it really did seem like if they're announcing this, if they if that's what they announce tomorrow, and we'll see what happens, that really suggests that they're really not going to go the Pokemon Z route, right? I honestly never expected like, them to. I mean, it's been I this long. Them, I didn't expect them to at first, right? But then, after sometime after Ome- Alpha Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire, no, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. Um, no, that's, that's you had it right the first oh, time. You were right the first time. Alpha Sapphire. No, Alpha Ruby, Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire because I have Omega Sapphire. Delta Yeah, it's Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire. It's no. Like, that's, no. Okay. Uh, it is right. Wait, where's my where's my DS? Oh, I have Fire it's Emblem in. I'm a failure. So it's Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I'm looking at it. Right uh, yeah, I'm looking at it too. Wait, what did I say? Was I wrong? I was wrong. Oh I my god. Al- what I said was Alpha Sapphire <laughs> and Omega Ruby, I think. I don't know. So- I didn't oh it, god. Can we cut all this out? I searched Alpha Ruby and got something. No, it's it's Omega Sapphire. I'm looking Alpha at my case. Sapphire. Anyway, okay, here's here's the thing. Here's Wait, the thing. is it? Which it's Alpha it's Sapphire. Alpha it's Oras. O R A S. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Okay. Which always bothered me because why you, Alpha comes before Omega. I don't know. So why did you start with Omega? I, but anyway, so those games came out, right? Yes. And then it was like, okay. So at first I was like, okay, so I guess they're not going to do Pokemon Z, whatever. But then they started talking, like, there's leaks of, like, New forms of I don't know how you pronounce this Zygarde, Zygarde or something Zygarde. Zygarde Zygarde right Yeah There's like new forms of them Well yeah but here's like all these stuff I mean that's not they're not gonna make a new game just for different forms Like the whole reason why I assumed they weren't gonna make another game is because they put the Z Pokemon in <laughs> X and Y Like they did that for all the other games Where was Rick all- Rayquaza was Rayquaza in the original Ruby and Sapphire yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, he wasn't like, part of the story, but... Like an after story? Yeah, he was oh. go to... Okay, well, the only playthrough I've ever seen of that generation was Emerald, so I just didn't know. And in Diamond and Pearl, you can go catch Giratina in a cave. Oh. Except he's not important until... But he's not important to the Platinum, story. Where they're like, oh, he's actually the third legendary instead of just another legendary. Well, I've been and wrong then, about everything. And X and Y had... Curium, Curium, Curium. Uh, black and white. That was, yeah, that was black, black and white. Black and white. Had Curium. Curium. And who was another legendary in a cave that wasn't important to the story until the sequels. Now, the sequels were black two and white two, mm-hmm. not gray, but like. Not gray. Continued. I would like Pokemon and, gray, just saying. And then X and Y. Yeah. Have, have Zygarde, who is the Pokemon you find in a cave, who matches the motif but isn't important to the story at all. Maybe they'll and announce both. They talk, then you see all this stuff about these, all these forms. Like Because Giratina had the origin form when Platinum was Lisa. Urim has his two fusion forms. So. Mm-hmm. And Zygarde, yeah, doesn't Z have be, any of that. I think Z would be announced. Maybe that's what they're announcing, and the sun and moon thing is just 
is for farther along. Well, I mean, I feel like there tomorrow has to be like a huge announcement. And one of my friends and I were actually talking about this at dinner the other night, and we were saying we want there to be a new game. Like we would prefer a new game to um, like Z or something like that. But I would too. Yeah, I would be. What I would be really interested to see if they try to go the um. But I really I want to see what they're planning to do with the whole because like okay the the two game and then a third like sort of combination game Mm -hmm. has basically been how it's been since the beginning right like even with like there was technically in japan at least there was green and red and then there was blue and then there was yellow which was and then there was also yellow which is our third but their fourth right yeah then gold and silver which had crystal Yep. yep uh, Sapphire, Emerald, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. That Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver one were those. But they didn't have a crystal. Yeah, remake, oh, that's true. They didn't remake, remake Crystal. Most of the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, they put everything from Emerald in... Well, not everything, but most things... A lot of things from Emerald are in Alpha yeah, Ruby and Omega Sapphire. Right. I said it backwards again! But no, <laughs> Thunder, Yellow, or Water, Blue, or whatever. Right. But there yeah. was like the, there's the there's the Delta episode in Omega Ruby, which was awesome. Which, yeah, which is really cool. But like, it's pretty clear that because they have that, then yeah, they don't so, need it, which so is fine. Things. But so the last the last we've heard of the third or fourth game format is the black two and white two, and the question is whether that's going to be a one off sort of situation or if that's how they're going to approach because. There are things I don't... I haven't played Black 2 and White 2 Neither have yet. I. Like, there are things about how they handled it that I don't like, but I think could be, be really easily fixed. Like, the, the weird difficulty thing they did with it, where, like, one game is really easy and one game is supposed to be... Like, when there's one game that has an easy difficulty and one game that has a hard difficulty. Oh. You can't play the other difficulty unless you do, like, either connect with something or you beat the game once on the other one. It's like, why... That's weird. I didn't know that. They did it again, though. Fire Emblem Fates. I wrote an article about that. That is true. Right. I think it's... But that's not the same uh, It's... I don't know if I... Well, at least from what I understand, because I haven't read Fire... I, I haven't read Fire Emblem. I haven't played the new Fire Emblem yet, but what I read in an article someplace is that one of them is like your typical standard Fire Emblem... And another one is like a little bit more outside the box Fire Emblem, if that makes sense. I think I think Nor is the outside the box one, if I remember correctly. But those, but those would be like that's like entire gameplay style. Yeah, yeah. this is this is just difficulty. Just have like 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 really arbitrary stuff, like like stuff where it's like hard mode in a video game is you just have less health, and nothing changes about the game. You just have less health. Yeah, I'm trying to play Fire Emblem Awakening on hard right now, and it is really difficult. The idea of like making a direct sequel rather than just a or in-depth retelling of the story, which is basically what they start doing, right? Like, starting at Emerald, it's basically you get a slightly more detailed version of the story. Yeah, that's true. And so... That's like the true version or whatever. Yeah, because don't you... You fight both teams in Emerald, correct? Yes. So yeah, it's like the technically the most complete version of the story, I guess, if you want to go that way. Like right. you, you see both sides. That's, that's sort of like that's the canon story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
emerald platinum and then black two and then black two and white two they mix it up because it has to do with there's lots of plot stuff plot. so it's like an actual sequel right so that's the thing like it's a continuation and it like with references to what happened in the game i think that could be really cool i and agree it would be like a good reason to you know actually justify buying that third game because <laughs> like nowadays it, like i can't it's kind of hard for me to feel myself being justified in buying that third game yeah it's almost all the same content unless you just didn't buy the first two right but if you're gonna buy the new pokemon game why would you wait for a third game to come out instead of just buying it when it first comes out right that's it especially when it would have taken so long because it's been a long time since X and Y. It's been like two years. Three years? Came out. It's been a number of years. Did did Emerald come out after Fire Red and Leaf Green? Emerald is the companion to Ruby and Sapphire. And right, but did it come out after Fire Red and Oh, Leaf I thought we were talking about the... Uh, I'm not sure. It's Ruby, Sapphire, Fire Red, Leaf Green, Emerald. Oh. But then it's... Diamond and Pearl, then Platinum, then Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver. So there's not a trend, really, is what we're saying. There isn't really a trend. Okay. Because, you know, there weren't remakes when Crystal came out, so that doesn't really count. And then Black and White, Black 2, White 2. So really, the trend, it's so it's not unheard of that it could come after, but how long still was it between them? Uh, hang on, I'm looking. Uh, Fire Red and... Leaf Green were 2004, and Emerald is 2005. Well, it was in Japan in 2004, and Fire Red and Leaf Green were in Japan and also in 2004, actually. So I guess it's not, it's not completely... Okay, so it's not completely unheard of if Z is the next game that comes out. It's a little long, but not that long. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be... Comparable to the distance between Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. Came out, but then it would have to come out in like a few months. I mean, announcing it tomorrow, or maybe uh, well, X and Y came out in 2013. They came out in 2013. So it's also a little. It also seems like it's a little early for them to be going into seventh gen. Or maybe we're just gonna get another sixth gen game, like a new series, but still sixth gen. Yeah, that would be. They they've done that. But Fire Red and Leaf Green and um, Ruby and Sapphire were both third. Those were those are third gen. Right, but one of those was a remake. N- n- no, I mean Ruby, like the original Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, that's true. I didn't realize what you were. I was completely just right, thinking about Ruby and Sapphire. You're you're saying that maybe they're going to make a brand new, like separate region and everything, but still sixth gen. <laughs> Um, not, sorry, I don't mean to say that you're predicting that I'm saying no, that no. I'm talking about. Kind of, I don't know, hang on, I'm looking up some things right now. I I agree with you in that it's a little bit early to make a new gen right now. So I'm trying to think, like, what they can do, what what, they're gonna, what their plan is, like, with this new thing. Maybe they're just going to have another, like, story in the same area. Which would be kind of lame, I guess. But I do, I do think it's early to have another gen like coming out right now. I'm looking up some like, gens. 
it's really been just it hasn't it hasn't been three years yet. So if it if it came out, it's been it, almost three years. It will have been. It'll be. Three it'll be three years, years in October. Since X and Y came out. Yeah, yes, in October. October so so in October, that will be three years exactly, which would still be the shortest it's ever been between generations. That is definitely true, but it's not completely out of the ordinary, possibly. I mean, not out of the ordinary. Like, it's not completely out of the question, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Long term, I feel like they really should... Shouldn't they be trying to space this out a little bit more? I like, I mean, I'm in complete agreement with you. Like, they should. Well, I, they like, have a lot of new Pokemon in X and Y. Well, I had fairy types. Like to... Yeah, but, the, like, they're, like... Hang on, I'm looking. I'm ten, trying to find Jen. They're like what? How many like actually new fairy types? Hang on, I'm ten? I'm looking it up right now. Honestly, honestly, most of the introduced fairy types are not very good. Uh like, the I, addition I, I, of seventy-two new Pokemon in Generation Six. Like all together. Yeah, bringing the total to seven twenty-one. Well, I mean, they did accomplish a heck of a lot in Generation Six. What do you mean? Like, I mean, they they did the Mega Evolution. They did the... Yeah, se- Mega Evolution does kind of make up for the, the lower... They the added super training. Like they added the ability for a player to walk in an eight-directional grid as opposed to the four-directional grid. It's very important. Um, I'm, I'm reading advances in gameplay from the Bulbapedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here we go. I can tell you which Pokemon were added. In the, the fairy one, all the fairy ones that were added. So not the because uh, I the can't Pokemon filter them by fairy. I just have all seventy two. So a lot of list before you start. Oh, there you go. A lot. I I, in my opinion, a lot of the Pokemon that they gave the fairy type makes them interesting. Like they weren't fairy before, and now they are. That makes them more interesting oh, and one. makes me want to use them more. But the ones that they introduced as fairy type, I'm not super into. Like, Pikachu clone number six. What is and... Pikachu clone number six? The den. the den. The Den. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. The cotton can. There's the cotton I thought it was the Dene. There's the ice cream. I... Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, the ice cream? Vanilla. Like, vanilla. No, that was that was not a new one. That was in it. It was like an ice cream. One of them's like an ice cream cake. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was already in there. I don't remember. No, not the ice cream cone. That's vanilla. I'm talking about the ice cream cake. It's like pink. It's pink. It's got a cherry on its head. Uh, it looks kind of like a dog. Slurp, slurp puff, I guess. I think uh, it evolves wait. from the uh, cotton candy one. It evolves from a Swirlix, and yeah. What's the other? Right next to each other. I, what's the, oh, I'm thinking of Aromatus. Oh, hang on. Uh, yeah, that's a new one as well. What? Wait. What is I this? Know. I do not have this Pokemon. I clicked on the fairy type thing on. No, no, I mean like I do not have this Pokemon in my game. Oh, Lord, oh okay. Like, gorgeous. Oh, it evolves from Spritzy while holding a oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, Flabebe. Right. That it's like oh, it's a flower. Like there's. Flowers. It's cute. But see, there's so many flowers already. There's well, so many. I like Carbink. Flower It's a Pokemon riding a flower. Right, but there's so many flower motifs. I do like the starters in X and Y for the most part. Well, actually, I I've only I only used the fire one and 
until people trade me the other ones. <laughs> also, I like Carbank a lot. I use Carbank. Is Carbank a fairy right, type? Like Carbank. It's a rock fairy. Okay. There are fifteen pure fairy types. Uh, nine of which are new. Wait, right. how does that work? One of them's Sylveon. Oh, some, okay. Some Pokemon, some Pokemon were um chained. Okay, chained. I forgot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff's a normal fairy. Jigglypuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have the list in front of me now. I don't know how you can be half normal type because to me normal seems to be like you know not a type. The type that's not a type. If you're, how can you be part not type and part type? It just. I've never understood how you can have that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I think it just sort of spices things up. Yeah. But we should probably move on. Yeah, we've we talked about Pokemon. We've talked about, I mean, depending on... So basically, depending on what gets announced tomorrow, the the preceding stuff is will be... be edited in a certain way. I... If it's, like, all really, really, really irrelevant, then I'm going to get rid of a lot of it. Okay. Aw, but you worked so hard on... I mean, we're just talking about our thoughts on what would happen if Pokemon Z came out. But okay. I honestly think they're... I think they're going to announce the new game. Only because they have two logos already finished. Even if it's not being released anytime soon. Wait, wait, wait. Did they get the logos? Yeah, I saw pictures. I thought that was just stuff that people made. No, I think... Well, I saw it on Polygon. Uh, while I was in class, actually. That... Because they have the name copyrighted doesn't mean anything. Where is it? It's been sitting on Chrono Break for, like, years. Oh, here we go. Chrono Break copyrighted, and it looks like they are never going to make another Chrono game. Okay, Um, fine. It doesn't say that they're real, but they look really real. (laughs) It just says recently filed trademarks. All right. What else have we got? Well, I've introduced the last two, so it's one of your guys' turn if you have something. I can talk about Ace Attorney. All right, talk about Ace Attorney. Okay. Um, Well, it's actually kind of old. But I haven't been able to talk about it since the site's been down. So I've talked about it on my Tumblr um, pretty extensively. Um, The new prosecutor was announced for Ace Attorney 6 fairly recently. And we got Famitsu scans and they look real nice. What they say is that the prosecutor is international. It's an international prosecutor and a monk in the kingdom of Karain. And then... She, we don't know the gender of the prosecutor. Like, it's not inherently obvious in the pictures, and they haven't said anything yet. Know. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. The prosecutor says that convicting the guilty in court means salvation for the victim, so I feel like this game is going to have a, have not religious theme, but, like, it's going to be heavy on the spirit channeling stuff, hopefully. Which hopefully means the return of a very specific character that we were all missing from Ace Attorney 5. A lot of people. No, I will kill someone. <laughs> I was so happy that Wendy Oldbag was not in that game. Don't laugh, it's not funny. She wasn't there to steal my man, finally. No, your man just wasn't there until, like, the end. The last thing, and then he was like, hey, I'm here because. Because had- reasons. And okay, I w- goodbye. I, I'm gone now. 
No, I mean, okay, I've talked about Dual Destinies on like three podcasts before. I'm not going to do it again. But that game needed him, and he delivered. Yeah, so I think that's good that they've announced a new prosecutor. My fingers are crossed that it's a girl. I really want another girl prosecutor. Uh, because the only one we've had is Francisca. And also uh, Dark Law, if you want to count. She did it so She, she oh. did. Yes, I agree with that, like, a lot. But uh, we need another one. And, I mean, we also got um, confirmed, because I don't think this had been confirmed yet, but, I mean, we all kind of accepted it as given that Athena is coming back, the Moon Matrix is coming back, like, all the stuff from 5 is coming back. And we're hoping that we're going to see Maya in this game, because it, the game takes place in the freaking Kingdom of Karain. If they don't bring her in, it's going to be a crime. Who are you, you keep saying we. Who are you speaking for? Uh, <laughs> me and Paul. <laughs> we talked about it, like, a bit. And also my Tumblr followers. People didn't get the impression that you're representing the entire fan base. Uh, Also my Tumblr followers. Uh, And a lot of people, most people, everyone that I've talked to about it. Everyone. Everyone. And my Tumblr followers. And most people. And everyone. Yeah, Diana doesn't represent the fan base. She just represents the fan base. I do. Totally different. I really should represent the fan base. But, um... It gives us, we got an update to the site, uh, which was nice. We got, I'm scrolling through court records right now because I didn't write an article on this, so I'm not as admittedly as informed as I should be. The recording for the anime started this week, and this, by this week, I mean last week. Like uh, voice? Yeah, ever. because the anime is officially starting on April 16th in Japan. I believe it's April 16th. It just says April still on the site, but I believe I saw April 16th announced somewhere. And uh, that's going to be really, really exciting. <laughs> We've waited for too long for this anime to I've happen. Always, I've always thought it would make a good anime if they did it right. Everyone has. And so we're like, yes, it's finally happening. I think it's going to go through the first two games, which I'm fine with because that's mostly Edgeworth. So... That's where we get the most Edgeworth, so I'm happy. I think it'll go through the plots of games. Yes. Or just that's what it's gonna do instead of being entirely new stuff. I think it'll. I think it's gonna probably stay pretty true to the games. I thought it would be cool if we like actually got new stuff. I mean, I hope there's gonna be new Talk stuff. All the stuff that's happened because Apollo Justice kind of just completely changed the entire. Canon, like, I don't okay, want to talk about Apollo Justice. Actually, <laughs> what is he coming back in? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, do we know if he's? Because we said maybe he'll actually have character development. I have expressed that. Yes, third time's okay. a charm. So, at first, when I uh, met him in five, because I hadn't played a Apollo Justice, mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. His like general lack of development because I was like he had a whole game to himself. Yeah. You know, this is just a little bit. He's probably had all his character development. And then I played that game and I'm like, oh, so that's why everyone was like, why, why is Apollo here? He still has no character development because he had that last game. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt one more time. I'm I'm ready for Apollo to get some character development. Like, I'm, exci- yeah, I don't, I'm I don't, good with it. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just hate everything about how he's been used. Yeah, no, I agree I with that. It kind of cool, but I think the problem was the, the prosecutor in that game. Yeah, Clavier. Uh, Clavier? Was it Clavier or Christmas? He was nice. 
Yeah. And I think that's the problem because yeah. it's cool that he's nice, but it's he's like helping you out and the whole game, it's like Phoenix is helping you, Clavier's helping you, Trucy's helping you, so Apollo isn't like an ace attorney, he's like a guy who knows all these ace attorneys. I feel like they kind of tried to fix that with um, Five a little bit with Black Quill, but it didn't work because Black Quill knew Athena and that meant like they have a connection and like a lot of people ship them. Not saying that I ship them. Maybe I do. You don't know. But um, it's and it just it didn't work. It fell flat. So like and then and then, of course, they had to have the end of that game where Phoenix and Edgeworth get to go up against each other again. And you realize that everything that's been going on in this game is completely wrong. <laughs> when you see Phoenix and Edgeworth going at it again, and you're just like, "Thank God, we we got through." Had a connection. Uh, yeah, but Transista was tangentially connected. Godot, Godot. I still don't know how to pronounce it. And people say both. Because like I know it's like waiting for Godot, but I don't know. But that's how it's pronounced in Japanese. It's still like Godot, and I feel like I don't know how that how that joke translated. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't actually. That's something I'm not familiar with. I don't know how they handled that in Japanese. Really, it's probably on the wiki. I could probably look it up, but I've already looked up enough things today. There's just something different about it. Like it's. I've I've talked about this before. I know I have. There's something different about the intensity that Phoenix and Edgeworth have in the courtroom. That's like different from everyone else who Phoenix goes up against and then who Apollo and Athena go up against. It's just different. And maybe it has to do with that being the first game and that's like the first real interaction with being an ace attorney that you have. But like, it's different and nothing can stand up to that. Which is why I have a soft spot for the first game. Yeah, I, I played the first game after I played two and three. And because uh, I, I got them like completely out of order. That's, that's fine. Like, I played the second game first. That's why I'm they have like, tutorial yeah. cases. I'm like, this is good. And I'm like, why does everyone not like this game? And I like played the third game. I'm like, oh, wow, this game's really great. And then I played the first game. I'm like, oh, wow, this game's really great. That's why everyone was like, oh, the second game wasn't too good. Because it came directly after the first game. Which yeah. Was like really good. And the second game was okay. It's not It's not bad. bad. It's just not the first game. And then the third game's like, okay, yeah, let's this up and finish this thing off strong you're like yeah what's next is there going to be a next i'd like there to be a next but also you know this is a great ending they're like apologize justice who needs any of that let's just throw let's just that great ending away yeah yeah that's it that's phoenix how he triumphantly he's the triumphant attorney how he you know defeated all odds he saves maya again and it's great and survives falling off a burning bridge. And then he goes and becomes a drunken hobo. See, this is fun. I can talk about Phoenix Wright on this podcast because Stefano and I have never talked about Phoenix Wright before. So this is acceptable. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever actually talked because we were on the we we sang podcast, yeah this is the first actual like normal podcast we've been on together. So yeah, so Stefano and I could just talk. Uh, sorry, Joe, you're kind of I yeah I can't. <laughs> doing research for the next topic i'm gonna bring up okay we'll just keep talking until you're done with that uh let us know i also had a topic oh okay what's your topic talk about that okay mine actually happened in the past for us not just you but uh the last batch of dlc for uh, super smash brothers was released so my question is basically who would you like to see who would you like to have seen there 
aside from the obvious answer of Ace Attorney characters. Because we all know Diana Ace Attorney characters are in like one of the they're in the Marvel Yeah. Amazon, right? And they're also in they Project X. Yeah, Phoenix Wright uh, does. I I played he doesn't fight. He throws papers he at people. Like, throws papers. It's 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 really funny. He like points at people, says objection with the word balloon that hits people. He also has the like Second most damaging ultra combo in the game. Go Phoenix Wright. Combo in the game. He basically presents evidence that you are guilty of whatever crime, and it and you can do it to the final boss, who's Galactus, the devourer of planets. Guilty. So you can prove him guilty of something with your evidence of like a cell phone, a knife, and a vase. Which I think is it's a reference to the DLC. Well, it's not DLC, really. It's the fifth case of the original game. Because those were all the pieces yeah. of evidence that appeared in that. Actually, wait, before we talk about that. Before we talk about Smash. Really quick, because that just reminded me of something. Yeah. And then we can talk about Smash. Because I actually do want to talk about Smash. Can we just talk about how in Holiday Star... Uh, Hatsville Boyfriend, Holiday Star, excuse me. There was an, a, a like long Ace Attorney reference. And I cried on recording because I was like, this game is made for me. Like, who did this? How did you know? It was great. Okay, I said my piece. Back to Smash. Thanks for not commenting on that, you guys, and making me sound stupid. I, I, I can't really say anything about it. Well, I haven't played Holiday Star. I played some of... Uh, you guys are failures. But there is, there is a... Um, in, like, the very first, it was the first episode, so I recorded on the day the game came out. I was, like, super pumped, and uh, it's literally, like, the main character, which is, of course, me, like, stops one of the birds in the middle of his thing that he's talking about, and literally goes, I, it says it's supposed to be objection, and I got told by one of my commenters that in the original game, it's the actual bubbles from Ace Attorney, but they had to replace them in the Steam release because copyright reasons. So now it says, I object. And, like, I forget what the other one says instead of hold it. But it was literally the greatest moment of my life. Okay, now we can talk about Smash. You already know my answer for who I would want in Smash, so... Your answer besides Ace Attorney. Oh, okay. That's why I, I knew your answer was going to be, like, Edward <laughs> Phoenix, right? Or someone. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I specifically excluded a few characters. Okay. So I would get an actual answer that I didn't already know. Um, I have two, actually. Well, is it okay? Well, they're, it's kind of in some... He's a trophy or, like, a assist ball, I think. But I have two. Uh, I would love to see Professor Layton in Smash. That would be awesome. I don't know how they could put him in. But, but it would be amazing. Fit, like, we fit trainer, they fit the villager. Yeah, come on. They fit a lot of people, and so... You could find a way. D Professor Layton could totally be in Smash. He fences. He has a giant... He does fence. He's really good at sword fighting. He has a machine gun that shoots poker chips. This His final Smash is, this reminds me of a, a puzzle. puzzle. And you, everyone who doesn't solve the puzzle gets into Everyone just dies. Um, and then my don't, other... Don't die if you can solve the puzzle. Okay, if you can solve the puzzle. But it's like a ridiculously difficult puzzle. And then my other, um, my other choice would be... Um, Jirahim, or however you pronounce it, actually, because I don't actually know. Yeah, some people, yeah, that's I, that's how I usually pronounce it, but I've been playing a lot of Skyward Sword with a friend who says it that way, and that's been influencing me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would love to see him in Smash, because he's already an assist trophy or something, isn't he? 
Trophy? Question mark. Yeah, yeah, he's an assist trophy. He comes out and like flashes and shoots his little. I think it would be super fun to be able to play as him, because I love him. He, he would he's, be fun. He's so sassy. Kareem's yeah. <laughs> a really interesting character. He's like, I love him. Not anything like a normal Zelda character. Yes. Like just really, I don't know. He, he's like sassy. I, he's great. He, he's just like great. It's like. He shows up and you're like, what is this guy? Who Who is he? What is he doing? And then he, I was then terrified he like of him. He steals your sword from you. And it's like, this is new. Also Krom, but we already have enough Fire Emblem characters, but I just think Krom is hot. So yeah, we, we already have enough Fire Krom? Emblem characters. Isn't who Krom are just part of a Final Smash? Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. But I mean, I, 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 I like Krom. He's hot. So my favorite thing is that Krom couldn't be included because he's just another Fire Emblem swordsman. And then we they included Roy, who is yeah, I know Fire Emblem swordsman. Ooh, I, I get that everyone wanted him back, but I would prefer him to you know be like completely different, yeah, or at least too. not a clone of Mars. Even though technically he's not actually a clone of Mars because his moves have different properties and he holds his sword backhanded and the final smash behaves differently or whatever. It's basically the same. He, he's a clone. He Sorry. is. He, he does the exact same stuff. Also, I would love to see, I would have loved to see more characters from Xenoblade, but we already got Shulk, so I'm happy with that, but I feel like there was more potential there. The character that I really wanted. Yeah, who did you want? Was Shovel, Shovel Knight. I, I that really wasn't that one pretty popular? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed that Shovel Knight cuz I mean like it's just like it would have been I don't know, it would have been really nice to have something that was like very much it would fit like thematically really well, but then like in terms of like what it represents like this really successful indie platform. Mm-hmm. Getting recognition like that would have been really cool. I mean, um, uh, I mean the game Shovel Knight is just really good. Like, with free DLC, that is also really good. <laughs> like, even if it was, like, a separate... The free DLC was a separate game, it would be a good game by itself. So, it's just... I would have really liked that. But, you know. They did get an amiibo. <laughs> that's true. I don't... Yeah, and that's... Everyone was like, oh, he's te- definitely gonna be in it because he has an amiibo. And it's like, no, he just has an amiibo because... Because of Amiibo. Speaking of indie characters in the game, like Commander Video from Bit Trip Runner was a trophy for some reason or another. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know why. And then Rayman's a trophy because. I know a lot of people wanted Rayman in Smash. Cool. Uh, Wasn't it like false confirmed at one point? Isn't that maybe that's. Well, that's not probably not why, but. I do know that on the day that uh, Robin and Lucina were announced, the. image on the official site was of the Rayman trophy, so I thought it was going to be Rayman. And then it was like Captain Falcon, and then Fire Emblem happened, I was like, oh, okay, so why Rayman? And it turns out Rayman just has a trophy. Because I don't know why. I don't don't know why he has a trophy. It's like, here's a third-party trophy. Enjoy. Like, are you talking about a cis trophy? No, he's a trophy in the game, just like just like that you pick up trophies of random Nintendo characters and random characters from the party games that are included. 
and then Rayman and Commander Video. They're just there. yay representation. I guess, but it's like, <laughs> why those two specifically? I don't know. But I mean, uh, wait. What about you, Stefano? What did you? Who did you want in Smash? I, I have like a gigantic wish list <laughs> of characters. I'm pretty sure everyone oh. does. Yeah. I mean, I already got Mega Man, so I'm like. Yeah, you got I'm, Mega Man. I'm good, really. Castlevania character. That would be cool. For getting Snake back. Like, definitely like Simon Belmont or like Alucard. Or, I don't know. Soma from the DS and Game Boy games. Castlevania would have been nice, but Konami's just kind of not doing anything anymore. Yeah. That's and true. what they are doing is just actively undoing what they are doing. Yeah. I, I don't know what Konami is on, okay? They're like, yeah. all these classic games, let's, let's just stop doing that and um, not do that. Pretty much, yeah. Hey, hey, Kojima, I know you made, like, some of the best games everyone loves. Go away. Hey, Silent Hill fans, I know you all love this brand new Silent Hill game that looked really good and was made by two people who you think would yeah. do a great job. And how this would finally redeem the series after we kind of screwed it up. Guess what? Never mind. You don't get it. I was excited but for I that. You still have PP. Wait, no. That's... You still have it, but anyone else who wanted it, you can't have it anymore. Ha ha ha. And there's no way to get it. So. I was admittedly very excited for that Silent Hill game. So I was really bummed out. I'm not really. I've never, I've never played a Silent Hill game. I still technically. I. I technically have now. I played like the first three minutes of Silent Hill 2. I like watching other people play them. <laughs> I discovered I am like a huge baby when it comes to horror games because the first part of Silent Hill 2, you're like walking through the woods in some mist and there's like absolutely nothing happening. And I was like, this is terrifying. I know something's going to happen, even though I know nothing is going to happen for, like, a while. But I'm just walking through the woods in the fog, and I'm, like, terrified. And I'm like, I'm a wimp. What's wrong with me? We can segue into the next thing. Okay. Which is, so, one of the reasons I asked you specifically, Diana, about the, uh, the anime, Ace Attorney anime, ah. was because something that's been on my radar for a little while, I'm waiting for new news about it, is the Mega Man TV show. That's a thing? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. They're making another, a new Mega Man TV show. I think I heard all the, about that, but I thought I just used it with, like, the classic. There's very few details about it. Is it coming? Where is it? Is it coming? coming from Capcom? It's coming in 2017. So, long time from now. That's okay. But, one of the things I was able to dig up that I think is really interesting is that it's being made by the same people who made Ben 10. <laughs> really? Generator Rex. Holy crap. That was a long time ago. Other stuff, too. Well, no, Ben 10 is, like, still on. I mean, then I watched Ben 10. <laughs> Which is like, so I I remember, like, Ben 10 came, I'm looking at it, so Ben 10 came out in 2005. Oh, that was, yeah. And I remember really liking Ben 10. 
Yeah. At least at the beginning. I don't know how it is now, but like in terms of the quality now, I think part of the issue there might be that it's just been going on for so long. Yeah. At a certain point, it's just kind of like this is just this is just what it is now. But drawing comparisons between Ben 10 and Mega Man was something that I had never done before. But it's it's actually kind of interesting how there's there's a lot of stuff that is actually kind of similar between them, I guess. Like, you've got Ben 10 had the alien transformations. Mega Man's got the powers, the Robo Master powers. So, like, that could work. Like, they have experience writing stories with that kind of thing. So, I think the Lord... They also made Generator Rex, which is also kind of... I think in terms of, like, the abilities, that also kind of works with it. I, yeah, I, I, I saw, like parts of half of an episode of that and it looks like sort of Mega Man like it's this robot kid who can use different powers and stuff like that. Right, right, yeah. Um then again that describes like half the actually that describes like every single robot kid show on So TV. so I'm I'm interested in it, but see the thing about Mega Man T V that I've and like even Mega Man any Mega Man stuff that isn't a video game. I'm like pretty adamant that like you like you said Diana that what you were really you thought that they with um Ace Attorney that they were going to stick to the story really as far as I know at the moment that is the plan and that's what you want right well it's complicated like I do want to see a little bit more and I have like total faith that they can deliver on that and I hope that they do but at the same time I really hope that they stay true to the original elements of the game and throw as much, like, fan, uh, not fan service, that's not the word I'm looking for, but, um, you know, like, stuff from the games in there that they can. So, like, as much as I would like to see a little bit extra, if it completely deviates from the source material, then I'm not gonna like it as much as I would. Right, see, the thing about Mega Man is, like, I think that narratively... You have to change a whole lot for it to work as not a video game. Because, yeah, like, because oh, well, for sure. It's very, like, it's very narrative driven, right? Like, most of it is text. Yeah. There's a lot. It's, it's all plot. It's, it's, yeah, it's all plot. Like, there's plot, there's story. Mega Man. Mega Man. Well, yeah, but there, there, there is plot, and there is interesting plot and story elements in Mega Man. Like, there really is, if you look at it. The problem is, is that the structure of it, like, it's got a lot of good story elements, but the structure of a Mega Man game does not lend itself to a narrative adaptation. Because yeah. the the robot master being able to go in any order, it's, it's just not interesting to watch. Or, like, even with the comics, it's just not interesting to read about because it always goes the same way. You, they pick one of the... Robot Masters to start with, and then he beats the first one, he gets the power, he uses that power to beat the next one, he uses that one's power to beat the next one, he uses that one's power to beat the next one. It's not interesting, because when the, with a Mega Man game, you can play it over and over again, and so you get these different experiences of, this time I'm fighting this Robot Master with this weakness, and another time I won't be, or starting and with this. But can... when you just pick one, there's no interest in it. And Plus, if, if they do it the same way, it's like, part of the fun of the Mega Man games is 
going in completely blind and different and like you're fighting this boss and you can't do any damage to him and he just keeps killing you and you're like okay you do a different level and you come back and you're like i wonder if this new special weapon does that oh wow that killed him but also for the level of elements too like a lot of the time in sorry sorry i i have a lot to say go for it <laughs> how are they going to do the disappearing blocks but see, like, like, that's, yeah, that's like, the thing. Iconic. That's the thing. In, like, all this, anything that's not Mega Man video games, which I've looked into a lot of that stuff because I like Mega Man a lot, if that wasn't clear. <laughs> so, I, but, like, all this stuff, it's like you, they brush over all of this level, all of the levels. It, it gets brushed over. Like, in the Mega Man fan movie, there aren't even levels. It's just like fight this robot master, fight this robot master, fight this one, fight this one. It's like it's just there because it has to be, which is why I think now. Okay, the Mega Man Ruby Spears cartoon is very cheesy and you can't take it seriously. And like after like the first season, the quality takes a giant drop. So I I understand that, but the the idea behind it of it being Dr. Wily having the Robot Masters and Mega Man just fighting the Robot Masters in different circumstances for an episode, I think, lends itself a lot better to a sort of TV show format or even uh, or like a comic or a narrative format where you can really find a way to make the Robot Masters powers and themes mesh with some sort of setting other than just juxtaposition which is what you have in the games in the games there's there's only juxtaposition the boss chamber is always just this secluded area that's very rarely has anything to do with the other elements of the of the area like there are very few i don't or any really i can't really think of where like something that you learned about in the stage is then used in the boss fight like that doesn't the only one i can think of is um metal man I think his, uh, he has like a conveyor belt. Yeah, conveyor belt. Conveyor belt, metal man. That's that's a fair point. And Flashman, and the ice, like ice physics. There's ice physics and water level. There's water level. But like, Metal Man is a good example, definitely. But um, usually it's just it's it's just a chamber, and it's just a part of the level, which works from a gameplay standpoint. But from a narrative standpoint, it's just there's a reason why both aren't usually addressed. Like, what if in the thing, in the TV show, we had him, like, fighting Heat Man, and he was, like, on the disappearing block, block challenge of Doom, actually fighting Heat Man. Like, they were both jumping from block to block over the pit of, like, molten lava. See, yeah, that would be really cool. That, like, that's where you had the fight, and then, like, they'd fall on, and they'd be, like, floating on bits of things. Like, it'd be like the, uh, Mustafar fight in Episode 3, except with Mega Man characters. So, definitely obviously better but then the other thing to worry about is like the characterization because the thing is is that Mega Man like since there isn't a lot of narrative in Mega Man he doesn't really have a super solid consistent personality which you know for a video game character that sort of makes sense like you know there's a lot of trying to leave a lot of room to uh, mm-hmm. to project onto them same sort of way that Link doesn't really have a plat. Doesn't doesn't really have a plat. You said a word and then I just said that word. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
the way that Link doesn't really have a character because you're supposed to project onto Link. So like all really make all Mega Man really has is a strong sense of justice. And the other characters really don't have a whole lot to them, which makes me worry that I I don't want them to make a Mega Man make the Mega Man characters characters that I don't like. Which I like Dr. Wily, he kinda has a character, right? Like he's very typical evil conquer the yeah, world. He's got, yeah, he's got that sort of going for him already. Some, and with some adaptations and interpretations of him having like have actual motives besides I am evil, I will take the door and I'm mad at him. He, does, he does he Still, does he has like an actual motivation and he he has a character. But that's the thing, like in Mega Man that you these characters do have, like, motivation, and there is, like, narrative stuff that happens just sort of behind the scenes in between games. But, it's you know, I don't want Mega Man... I don't want Mega Man to be, like, a whiny brat kid. And I don't want Roll to be, like, the really stereotypical stuck-up bratty female sidekick prude character. Yeah. Which is, like, usually what happens in these sorts of situations. And you know, Proto Man. Proto Man. Proto Man. I don't even like Proto Man. I just Proto Man will be a little bit more forgiving because Proto Man's. It's really hard to like if you really try to narratively address Proto Man. It's really heavy. Like if you try to think about it seriously, because obviously in the games they're not really thinking about it that seriously. It's just kind of this and that. But like when you really think about what's going on and trying to take that seriously, it's heavy. <laughs> I mean, because the uh, Ruby Spears cartoon had him be evil, mm-hmm. and it it seems like it'd be easy for them to have him be like, just, oh, I'm aloof and yeah, angry. I, I don't want him. You, yeah, you're right. Man for some ill-defined could, reason, and then they define the reason, and he's still a jerk. Because like all he could be in the game is just always like a mysterious. I have my own agenda, and for now, it's against you. But then he comes and helps you in like four. And he's like, I have my own agenda, and this time it's actually allied with you, but I'm not actually helping you. But see, see, like, that's, he's not like, I think the the tendency would be to make him an anti-hero sort of character, but that's not really what, that's really more base, like, later on in the game, in the series. Base becomes the anti-hero when he rejects Dr. Wily. I ain't going to do what you say. I'm going to be the best robot ever. I'm just going to kill all your stupid robots. Proto Man is... um, Proto Man's motivations were supposed to be made a mystery. And what happens is, like... Okay, here's here's what happens with Proto Man, right? It's it's actually kind of... I've done, like, a lot of research to try to figure it out. And there's... it's, It's a little complicated. So, okay. Proto Man gets made. Dr. Light number zero, zero, zero. It's, there isn't necessarily a canon answer to whether or not Dr. Light and Dr. Wily had parted ways when Proto Man was built. I don't think. But they had when Proto Man runs away. Proto Man runs away because um, there's a malfunction in his solar core that Dr. Light made. He's worried that if Dr. Light tries to fix that solar core, it's going to change his personality and basically turn him into a different person. So, like. Then we have, like, free will, 
right and there's that sort of thing that that's part of this that's part that's that's a little that's also a little more murky like sometimes that's more interpretation than it is like canon but yeah that that's part of it too um but like the, the the canon answer is that he doesn't want his personality changed whether that includes his ability to have free will or not is not super addressed then so then he runs away but his core is malfunctioning so he kind of collapses and or, or some something happens to him dr wiley finds him which is and he when he fixes proto man that gives him the expertise to learn how to reprogram the robot masters the original series of robot masters by fixing proto man but then he continues to fix Proto Man up until the events of Mega Man Three, and then he can Doctor Wily convinces Proto Man to fight Mega Man and Doctor Light. Proto Man already has an agenda against Doctor Light, so it's not very hard to convince him. But over the course of Mega Man Three, Proto Man sort of gets wise to what's going on, and then sort of switches sides, and then that's why he betrays Doctor Doctor Wily says he betrays him in Mega Man Four, but. Proto Man had pretty much already switched sides when he saves Mega Man at the end of Mega Man 3. Yeah, but Wily was kind of buried under rubble at that point, so it's possible he didn't actually know about it. I think. I mean, he's buried under rubble. How do you know what's going on when you're under rubble? But he still saves Mega Man. Yeah. So he did betray him, but Wily might not know that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wiley, uh, yeah the, the, the fact that Wily. I was trying to say. Yeah, I, I, okay. I understand okay. what you're saying. Okay. Sorry. I just. I, Everyone. But see, so like that, that's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot in there with Proto Man's story, and there's a lot in there with like how that affects the world of Mega Man, and it's not something that's immediately apparent when you first look. Because between Mega Man Three and like through, I think Mega Man Five, really Proto Man, what was going on with Proto Man was supposed to be a mystery. People didn't know what was going on. Like, that's why he could be the villain of Mega Man 5, because people didn't know whether or not he was a good guy at that point. Now, current time, by, by Mega Man 6 onward, it was pretty clearly established that Proto Man was a good guy. Yeah. Mega Man 5 sort of puts that nail in the coffin, and then from then on, like, any interaction with Proto Man, he's definitely helping. And, you know, yeah, by Mega Man 10, he's, like, a playable hero character. So... He's not an anti-hero, though. He was just someone whose motivations were unclear. Base is an anti-hero. Because yeah. his motivations are clear, and they're not necessarily good. But okay, so what I, the, the point of all that that I just talked about... I'm sorry, it's, it's your... I, Diane, it seems like it's your turn to not have something to add to I don't feel like I am educated enough on Mega Man to contribute to this discussion because the only experience that I've really had with Mega Man is the Hacks and Slash that we did that one time. So all I'm thinking of... Don't take that as representative. Every time you mention a character from that Hacks and Slash, I just think of that. You should play Mega Man. I know. I really actually need to... Watch like the first episode of the Ruby Spears because it's just a, it's just fun. Okay. Like, it's I will do that for fun. you. Watch Nathaniel Hoover's playthrough. I feel like I have. I've watched That's it before. I've watched them before, but it was like a super long time ago. Okay. 
but so basically the the short version of okay. what I'm trying to say is I don't want Mega Man role and Proto Man to be Ben, Gwen, and Kevin. Yeah, okay. that would be not just good. like superimposed. That's the main thing I'm worried about. They're just gonna superimpose these sort of generic characters onto Mega Man. When there's a lot you can really do with that. Like there's the I mean like sort of the obvious route is the um the sort of robots, ethics, free will sort of thing. That might be a little heavy for a children's show, though. Yeah. Like, stuff, there's tons of stuff that hasn't been explored. Like, the relationship between Mega Man and Roll, like, as brother and sister, is, like, never explored. So maybe they'll do that. Slightly Which is what intense. I would love. But it's more slightly intense, and that's like... No, no, not really. Roll's dead for all of ten. She doesn't and do Mega anything. Man cares. Right. <laughs> that's that's more than we had in the game, other than there is a girl named Roll. That's the point. Roll has like in the in the series, Roll has like nothing. I really, I re- honestly, the biggest thing, the only reason I don't want Mega Man to like end end yet is because I want them to do something with Roll, like something interesting. Because like, I take pride in able to explain that there's lots of lots of the characters in Mega Man aren't quite as simple as they appear. Like Mega Man, Dr. Light, Dr. Wily, Proto Man, Base are all like more complex characters than they might appear. Roll is not. Roll is exactly what she appears Roll, to be. A yeah. girl. That's all we know. That's literally like all we know about her. Like, she is a girl. Like sometimes you get stuff like maybe she is like, like the as the younger sister she takes that role on, but like that's like that's in Mega Man Battle and Chase, and it's like very just not anything, and there just needs to, so that's what I, I want. Role has to be a main character. That's that's my first requirement. Is role has to be like a main character and an interesting and good character. And if they do that, like they could mess everything else up and I think I would probably be satisfied. And I think it'd be cool if they had base early. Like I'm conflicted on that. I don't know. I feel like it depends how they do it, right? If they go the route of staying through the games and having Mega Man 1 and they do the Mega Man 1 plot and then they do the Mega Man 2 plot, then I don't want them to bring base out. Okay, yeah, if they do that, but if they do like, but you you gotta finish. You have to finish Proto Man before you can start with base. Is the thing if they're gonna I was do? I'm thinking maybe you could do base and then have Proto Man come in. But that doesn't because the the, the main thing is the like, Proto Man is like the natural foil of Mega Man that early on in the series, but. He's not the kid. He's not really a villain or even an anti-hero. And base is a new player to fill that role. I have no idea. Okay, I'm just saying it sounds like it might possibly be a good idea. Possibly, maybe. If they did it, it would be a thing that would happen. I I I, I feel like I feel like you have to add base in because there's so much. Like with, I mean. It, a lot of it depends on how they approach the story, right? But, like, Base's introduction 
when it is there's a there's a it, it means a lot narratively in Mega Man Seven. Mega Man oh, yeah, 8, I don't yeah. I don't care about Mega Man Eight. But like in terms of like how well, he's not it, even in Mega Man Eight. It's he's in the, he's in the intro section. There's some guy named Bass in Mega oh. Man Eight. <laughs> I don't know who that Bass guy is. Seems kind of weird. But it's like space really is sort of Proto Man's replacement. You know, like once it was. Once Capcom finally came out and said, okay, yes, Proto Man is a good guy, then they have to sort of fill the void that is Proto Man an anti hero. Okay, no. So here is an anti hero for you if you really wanted that. And it may, makes more of a rival. And like, I don't know, because like in Mega Man 7, there's like an actual, like, almost passing of the torch of the anti hero rival character. Which is, it's like weird, like, how Mega Man would have something like that. But, like, you have, like, that final battle with Proto Man, which is, you know, it's, there hasn't been a battle with Proto Man since Mega Man 7. And base replaces that. Yeah, and the, yeah, because the battle with Proto Man in 7 ends with Proto Man being like, you know, you're, you're really the hero. You're, you can do this. And then you get, like, all the base, the crazy, and he's the new villain, but he's not really exactly the villain, sort of. Yeah, okay. Although, speaking of Mega Man 8, are they going to do anything with Duo? Because Duo, no Duo, real Duo's a main character, I'm going to be, unless it's, like, very knowingly, like, acknowledged, like, I don't, I, you can skip Mega Man 8, honestly. <laughs> I Mega think Man it would 8. be Noted. interesting if they did Mega Man Eight, but did it like good? I don't know if you. I don't know if you really can though. Like, Mega Man Eight's plot is that there is an evil energy that Doctor Wily uses to make his robots evil. That's and the then plot. And there's a space robot. And there's a space robot. But like, so what if you went with like? What, is the what if energy? Duo was trying to fight like the Star Dwarfs from Mega Man V? I don't know. Like it's like you just combine that, those two, and there's that. That's an actual plot or something. The premise is just so like out of character for Mega Man too. Like this evil energy sort of thing that comes from space, and it makes. But like, don't Doctor Wily's robots were already evil. Like, what is? <laughs> and they don't do anything different. Like it. Like oh no, does I mean, a little something to Mega Man, but like. That's just, like, not even a thing. Actually, you know what? His robots in 8 are even less evil. I mean, you've got, like, Aquaman, who's, like, he's a pump. He pumps stuff. You got Clown Man. Okay, Clown Man got all the evil in him. <clears throat> but you got Swordsman, who's an honorable swordsman. And then you got, like, Searchman, who hides and shoots and shit. It, they don't, they seem less evil than other ones, because they're just kind of all... They all look goofy. Like the more the later Mega Man bosses have started being goofy. I don't I don't I feel like just leaving Mega Man 8 to be what it is in terms of a narrative adaptation. If they did really well with adapting everything up to that, then I might be okay with it. But it's like unless you prove yourself, I would just say like stay away from that. Like that you're just not giving good stuff to work with there. 
there's tons of other interesting stuff that you can address before that. You can take a long time to get to Megan It would now here's the thing. It would be super cool. I would love it if Mega Man became the new Ben 10. You know, because like Ben 10's been going on since 2005. Since 2016. Like different. Uh, there's like two or three different shows and there's like animated movies and mm-hmm. a bunch of video games. Maybe this will make us have like Mega Man 11. So. Actually, what we're going to get is like the Mega Man cartoon game. It's going to be a game based on the cartoon, based on the game, and it's just going to be weird. Now, the other thing is, um, there's also, which might be competing with it, which would be kind of funny to see, is, um, yeah, um, uh, Mighty Number no. 9. Mighty Number 9 is still has, a thing, right? I, I think the TV show is still a thing. Hold on, let me, let me look. I haven't looked I feel, you know, the game is a thing. It was just talked about recently, I think. It was delayed again. It was delayed again, but it, it's still a thing. It, it's oh, still actually, no, wait. Is it, is it out? out is it out? Even... I think it had, no, it had a release date. It was on the last yeah. Nintendo Direct. I remember this. I love on the Wikipedia page, it says, after previously promising no more delays of Mighty Number no. 9's release on January 25th, Inafune announced the game would be delayed a third time. Aw, man. Okay, uh, it says initial release date was February 9th, so I don't know if that's what it was supposed to be, or if that's what it actually was. Although, it's... I feel like people would have started... Pre-purchased Mighty Number 9 on Steam. So... Hmm. Okay, the game was scheduled to be released in February 2016. Yeah, okay. It was delayed to Q2 because software bugs concerning network operations. Does this have online multiplayer? Maybe. Why does every game need online multiplayer? Don't ask me. Why would a Mega Man game even have multiplayer? So yeah, so yeah, it was originally supposed to be released on September 15th of last year. And then uh, it got it, the second time it was delayed to to basically this month, and then now it's been delayed again. And I don't think there's been word on when the next one, when the next release date is. Now, okay, let's look up. Let's look up the TV show. Let's see what the news on that is. Okay. Hopefully, this website doesn't start playing. Quarter two, 2016. So that's that should be pretty soon. Apparently yeah, April, soon. May, June. April, May, June. So when school ends, basically. That's what it's supposed to come out. Yeah. So it'll be out before. From the teaser trailer, it doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very good at all, if I may be completely honest. Oh. Number nine? Yeah, no, the TV show. That's a bummer. Oh, the TV show. It's It's like really like... First of all, like, the, the character Beck, who's, like, Mega Man, he just makes these weird childish, child noises. He doesn't actually say anything. The narrator just talks. So that would be, like, eh. And then also it's, like, he's going to save the world, but he doesn't know how to use his powers yet. But he will one day, and he will save us all. And it's, like, not, like, ironically. Have a- that's the, the joke is that he doesn't know how to use his powers. And, like, that's not, it's not acknowledged that that's, like, the premise of everything. Can we have one where, like, the kid hero 
actually knows how to use his powers, and he's, like, super good at it, and the problem is that he's so good at it that he thinks he doesn't actually need to be smart, and just keeps... I don't know. But it didn't... It, I don't know. It didn't look very good. I guess we'll see come quarter two. We'll see what... Yes, join us in quarter two when we'll talk about how it's been delayed again. Of course. Hey, number nine. It was supposed to come out like half a year ago. It was. Yeah, at, at this point, I feel like, I don't know, it could be like the best game ever and people are still going to be like, it's been delayed so often that Here's, now it's kind of, if it's not perfect. Yeah, that's another, that's one thing. That's definitely not, one thing. Like if it's not if it's not really good after being delayed three times, then it's like, well then what was the, what were the I think it, it kind of have to be like beyond perfect. Like, Definitely. If this was the single greatest thing that ever has been and ever will be achieved by mankind, then it would be accepted as good, and there'd still be a chunk of the internet who would complain. But okay, here's the thing, right? Because it's like I understand. Right, that a delayed game is better than a bad game. I get that. That's not the issue with Mighty Number no. Nine. The issue is, is that they're being—they've been so shady about it. I agree. Like, with the Red Ash Kickstarter, where they announced that Mighty Number no. Nine was going to be delayed after their Kickstarter ended, and it was like, and it, before that, they were denying the delays when there were delays, so it was clearly a PR move, that's when I was like, okay, no. This is... This isn't just because to make the game better. Now you're just trying to save your skins. And, like, using kicks... They're starting to use kicks... They were using Kickstarter and, like... Not as a crowdsourcing thing, but as a interest gauge because, like, they were gonna get funded anyway. In a lot of this stuff, I'm not sure. But like again, like saying that you should fund this next game when we haven't even released the first game. Like the first Kickstarter that a company gives, I can accept that I'm gonna need to have some blind faith in that and trust them because there's no there's it's hard for them to get my trust. I can understand that that's just an issue, and so I'm willing to say, okay, we'll. We'll see how this goes. But then, you have to deliver on that first thing before I'm going to trust you again. Right? Like, yeah. like, you have the opportunity to gain my trust now. You have a means and a platform. And if you don't do that, then I don't, then I don't trust you. But, like, so, like, it's, you don't have the excuse of, well, we just we can't prove ourselves until you give us a chance. It's like, I gave you a chance. This, that was the thing that happened. Now you have to prove yourself on that chance before you ask for another chance. When, when, when you don't do that, it makes it seem like... Because here's the thing, right? If they thought that Mighty Number no. 9 was going to be really good, then wouldn't they have waited until Mighty Number no. 9 was released so that all the people would think it was really good and be willing to support a new game? Yeah, right? that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you... Especially when you've already delayed your game, like, several times. Mm -hmm. Once at that point. I guess. So, it, yeah, the whole I, thing just seems shady to me. Because apparently the actual single-player game is completely done, and they're just... 
that's working on the multiplayer, the online multiplayer thing that, that personally I don't think it needs because it's a Mega Man game. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, let's boot up the Mega Man. It's like, like can't, you, you don't can't they release it? Can't they release together. it without that and then add it later? Like, I don't think many people would be very upset if they did that. Okay, um, read that on the Wikipedia article. Um, can they, if they come in, I... Explain no why they didn't choose separate releases for the solo campaign and the multiplayer. You, who's a producer, Nick Yu, argued that it would necessitate two approvals and quality controls, which they simply couldn't afford. So, um... Okay. Why can't you just not have a multiplayer campaign? Because you have to have multiplayer campaigns nowadays. I don't. What even is the multiplayer though? Like, I don't know. Like, is it thing is not Mega Man and not Proto Man? I guess. Like, because... is it like you get to like? Is it multiple people playing the single player? Or is it a completely? If it's a completely new thing, then you know. Maybe because then it would be designed entirely for like a Portal Two had a single player campaign and a multiplayer campaign. Yeah, and the sing uh, the multiplayer one was entirely different and was built around having two players. But I get, I'm just I'm not I've I've lost all like excitement for Mighty Number no. Nine. Like I don't yeah don't if it's delayed one more time, it'll probably just no one would care about it anymore and it'd be like officially dead at this point i'm pretty sure a lot of people are like have written it off but there's still some people probably who are holding out hope but i don't know it's just not coming i'm almost certainly not gonna buy it at full price if it ever like went on sale i might just uh, just for the satisfaction of saying that i did play it but I would not pay full price for it at this point. Unless, like, I heard that it was really, really good. Yeah, unless, like, every single person on the internet. I really it. don't think it's the case, because if they, they, it would, they would seem like they would have more faith in it if that were the case. It really doesn't feel like they have faith in it. Concepts, the company. It doesn't feel like that at all. But I guess, like all the other things that we've talked about today, we'll just have to see. Although, in this case, our listeners will have to wait and see, too. Mm-hmm. For once. <laughs> we'll have to wait a month. Because this will be up in March. And then a month, it'll be April. And they'll probably start doing, like, trailers, more trailers and commercials for the, at least the TV show by then. And if the TV or show the- comes out before the game, I feel like there are also going to be a lot of people who are upset. But, okay. Like, All why right. does it even need a TV show? I don't I, know. That's a whole different thing. I, I guess it made sense at first because everyone was hyped over this because it's a new Mega Man game that's not a Mega Man game. And so they're like, oh, it has a TV show too? Yeah! And now that the hype... like the TV show is like not even marked... Like, who's the TV show marketed for, right? Like... The people who are interested in Mighty Number no. Nine are people who liked Mega Man, and people who liked Mega Man are gonna be like Mega Man Ten came out in two thousand ten, <laughs> right? It's been a while. Like the fan base that's interested in Mighty Number no. Nine stuff 
that would be interested in a TV show would be probably fairly old. Like you probably have to aim for the at least the like twelve to fourteen market or eleven to fourteen market. I would think, but it it, it really looks like more like the the seven to ten market that they're aiming for, based on what I've seen in the trailer. So they're aiming like for the market of Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures rather than like Steven Universe or Adventure Time or Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. Why was there a Pac-Man TV show? There was like the, the Pac-Man. Diana, have you seen the the Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures? Thanks for trying to reintegrate me into the conversation. I'm trying. <laughs> See, I'm trying. <laughs> I've seen um like little like trailer clips of it type thing but i haven't I seen a full first, episode i watched the whole first season i'm pretty sure was it I good it did you like it no it's oh. awful it's it's terrible it's well, what do you sick. expect it's pac-man okay the plot like, is you're a is yellow this, circle who is this show for right like they they're here's the thing here's the thing about pac-man the ghost adventures it's written i think originally it is written for an older audience and then dumbed down to a younger audience for like every single script like literally here's here's like the prime example of what i'm talking about right there's a there's an episode where one of the characters ends up being like possessed and that's why he's acting all weird and stuff right so there's a scene where it's sort of revealed a ghost flies out of his body right and then he says Ugh, I was possessed. Um, yes, yes you were. <laughs> Very clearly, I... like, you had, who, you, your audience, then, is someone that you have to explain that the character was possessed. That's oh, I very thought... young. I thought he sneezed, and it was a really weird-looking sneeze. No, the ghost just flies out of him and stops possessing him. But, like, what? Yeah, that's why it was so weird, because he didn't actually sneeze. Well, he sneezed. I I don't know. How do you not understand that? Unless you're, like... Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't like a weird situation where it might have been unclear. Like, it was, like, it was very clear that he was being possessed by a ghost. I mean, if you're not familiar with the concept of possession... Then you'd need it to be explained to you. Also, also. But who isn't familiar with that? By the, like, it's just kind of a big thing in. Like, I can understand that there are kids who aren't familiar with it, but like, is that really who you're marketing this revival of a video game from the '80s to? This revival of a video game in the 80s where the plot was you are a yellow circle, you right, dots, like, and you'll get got by the ghosts. Like, also, also, the two front side friend characters, the big red one and the little purple one, serve no purpose. You could completely remove them from the show and, like, nothing plot-wise, nothing. There's characters be. besides Pac-Man and the ghosts. It <laughs> depends how you want to define characters. Are there... Like, half the time, half the time, they even just say the exact same thing. Are there sentient... 
characters, other sentient objects on the screen yes, that yes. are not Pac-Man has two friends that serve no narrative purpose whatsoever. They're not even characters. They're, they're just because, there. So they're there because Pac-Man can't be by himself, even though the original game he was by himself. Is is that it? I don't know. Or is it like it's not good? You guys confused me. What? Uh, okay. What do you want to talk about, Diana? I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm you listening. Want to talk about what video games we're playing because it's getting it's getting kind it's... of late. Okay. Um, I have been actually recording quite a backlog of my new LP because spring break is coming up and I'm not going to have as much time to record as I would like. So I really hope people like my new LP because I got like seven episodes recorded already. Uh, it'll be out by the time this goes up. So I've been playing Dandelion. Uh, that is... I'm going with the theme of this podcast. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, outside of that, that's been taking up most of my gaming time because I want to get a uh, a backlog of episodes like up. And uh, I've been playing. I was playing Pokemon recently, actually, because my friend got me the level 100 Mew from GameStop. So we've been messing around uh, in, huh? Which Pokemon? Uh, Mew. No, which. Uh, oh, which Pokemon game? I'm sorry. Uh, Sa- uh, Alpha Sapphire. I had to look at the box again. <laughs> um, but I, I switched over, like, I brought over all of my Pokemon from X using the Pokemon Bank. So I have all of my uh, my X Pokemon in there as well. So I've been actually playing a lot of Pokemon. I've caught a lot of legendaries in the last couple days, and um, which is awesome. But I'm stuck on one that's giving me trouble. Thank God I saved, so I can just keep going back to it whenever I feel like it. And right now, I actually started replaying Fire Emblem Awakening with some friends over Skype last night. uh, Because we all just started playing it at the same time, because none of us had the new Fire Emblem game yet. And I finally got them into my Fire Emblem obsession. And um, it's great. Like, we've been having a good time. I keep saying every time I replay Fire, I'm actually trying to play it on hard this time, which is really hard, and it's not fair. Uh, I keep saying every time that I'm going to get the um, Avatar to marry someone other than Krom, and for some reason it just doesn't happen, ever. It's a thing. So I am already got B-level support with Krom, and I'm on, like, chapter 2. <laughs> or chapter 4, maybe. It's kind of sad. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing recently. I think that's it. I don't think I'm missing anything. Story of Seasons was big for a while too, but I'm taking a little break from that because it's gotten to the dangerous obsession zone. Your turn. Stefano, what games have you been playing? Well, I recently got a Street Fighter Cross Tekken and I've been playing that. that Is that a a new game or has that been out for a while? It's It's been out for a while. Okay. I'm just unfamiliar, so. It's basically... Street Fighter crossover Tekken, but it's in Street Fighter style, because there's like a Tekken cross Street Fighter, which is using the Tekken style, except that just keeps not coming out. Mm. So, but yeah, it's very... but I also got a Xenoblade Chronicles <gasps> 3D. <gasps> I, I have the Wii one, but I stopped playing it because... I'm not sure why. I think oh my I god, got, I'm so happy. <laughs> I think I got 
pretty sure I got bored with no! it. No! I got, I got bogged down in the uh, part where you're... How dare you? Parts, you know, in like every RPG where it's like, you know, we've got an epic story about you saving the world, but let's start you out as some doofus and have you... Shulk's not a doofus, he's hot. Let's just have you wander around some areas doing stupid stuff that's not going to matter to the plot for like the first five hours. <laughs> have you actually it, started playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3D yet? I started playing 3D. Because you do know it's the exact same game, right? <laughs> Yes, it's the exact same game, but I figured it would be different if I, you know, had it okay. on the 3DS. Just making sure. It, I know it's exactly the same. <laughs> just, just making sure you didn't buy it, hoping it was... a new 3DS, and I, you know... Wait, 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 a new 3DS or a new new 3DS? A new new 3DS. You have to have it. An old new 3DS? Well, it's not a used new 3DS. It's a new new 3DS. Yeah, the one with the... Okay. The, the one, one that you have to have. New, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D only works on the new 3DS. But it's not a new old 3DS. Oh my god. No, it's not a new old... Nintendo, seriously, what were you thinking? Yeah, I know. You came up with this. You could have thought of a better name for it, maybe. Like 3DS... 2? 3DS 2? 2 3DS? Well, they already have a 2DS. It's in 23 dimensions. Physics I'm so happy someone else is playing Xenoblade. Oh my god. What? Stefano, this is the best podcast ever. Cause I, yeah, because I like was on the internet and someone was like talking about this crazy plot twist in Xenoblade. I'm like, wait, that happened? Oh that no, did you get it spoiled? Oh, that's horrible. Not slightly. No. Okay, I was surprised when Metal Face started that, talking that's in that's... Uh, Super Smash Brothers. I didn't know he did that. Okay, that's not... Well, okay, that's kind of a spoiler, but that's not the... the I can't, I can't uh, tell if I should start listening yet. It's okay, I'll tell you. We're not talking... We're not talking spoilers. This is a problem. Someone type in the chat if I can start We're not going to talk about spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you played on the Xenoblade stage in Super Smash Brothers, you'd know what I... You'd know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's pretty common knowledge by this point. So yeah, I was surprised when that happened, so I... Apparently haven't gotten far enough in to actually get to where things start happening. Because <laughs> I was like, this is going to be great, you know, it's an RPG for the Wii and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm just wandering around this guy's giant knees that's also a field. And it's so pretty. Some stuff. Oh yeah, it's pretty, but I'm like, I'm just, go here, go over here. You should go over here. You should go over here. It's so we pretty. We have an epic plot coming, I swear. Just, just you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. Just wander around some fields on this giant body part some more. I promise. Just stick with it. Like, it, it's it's beautiful. It's perfect. It's my second I favorite game after Ace Attorney. Everyone loves it, and it's got a sequel, sort of. I still haven't played it yet. <laughs> Bitter. I need to play that so I can figure out if it's a different game or not. It's a different game. I've already told you that. I know, but I keep forgetting. Okay, well, it's a different like, game. I feel like I'll remember it if you actually play it and start talking about how it's different. Okay, I also, will I hopefully I start listening yeah. because I realized that um, I have to listen to the podcast. I was going to type that in the chat, but I decided not to. It's, did you spoil anything? No. Am I going to have to spoil no. anything? No. 
I heard you say I was I heard you say I was really surprised when it turned out metal face and I was like, Well No, that's in that's in Smash Brothers. Like that's you can talk. I, I watched the trailer for Chult and Metal Face was was like, you know, strange to see you here, Manado boy. Or okay. I don't know how he talks. Something yeah, that's in that's in like, Smash. That's common knowledge. Who is this guy? What's going on? And it turns out it's Metal Face, and I'm like, I didn't know he talked. What? I, I'm not very far. Yeah, obviously. I think I'm far enough that I'm far enough that I expected stuff to be happening. I, I guess I mean I met the uh, what's her name, Charla. Oh, you're not far at all. You're not far at all. You've got so much to go. That's my problem with. That's my problem with RPGs. It's like they always start you out in like some dinky little village, and you have to go kill some dinky little monsters in some cave, and it's like, oh, here's some plot is happening. Go over here to this slightly less dinky town and fight some slightly less dinky monsters in this slightly less dinky cave, and then you go over to but it's the so even good. slightly lesser. It's like, and then, and then you're like, wow, this is dumb. I'm just wandering around doing nothing. And then the game's like, are you bored wandering around doing nothing? And you're like, yeah. And it's like, mega super plot twist. And you're like, what? Good, please. To get to the next part. How, where do I have to go to get to the next part of the story? All you have to do is go over here to this town and fight these guys and do this thing. And then go over to this next place. And you're like, no, you, you had me. And then you lost me again. I, I like to play RPGs because they have great stories, but it always takes forever to actually get to there. Honestly, you just please stick with it and finish the game so I could talk to it, like talk to someone about it, because I, I really need to talk about it, and no one else has played it that I could talk to readily. It's very good, I promise. You are not going to regret it. I think I said this on the last podcast that I ranted about uh, Xenoblade on, but it's one of those games that you wish you can play over and over again and have every time be the first time that you're playing it, because it's that good. That and Ace Attorney are the two games that I wish I could do that for. You know, Ace Attorney is... Once you know the answers, it's... Yeah. Both fun to play again, because you're like, oh yeah, I remember the book, but then it's like, you don't have the same brilliant moment, because... I love watching other people play it. In part, in the third game, when there was the part where there's the evidence where it says, like, the bridge is on fire, and when I got that in my uh, evidence, in my court record, I was like, I was so pumped for when I eventually got to point out that they couldn't have done something because the bridge was on fire. And I'm like, I know I'm going to have to use this for something, and I can't wait because... (laughs) So it happened, and I was just like, I get to present it. And then Phoenix doesn't do it as nearly as awesome as I hoped he would because I had just been so hyped at this point. Like, I'm sorry, you couldn't do that because the bridge was on fire at that point. Like, he's just like, the bridge was on fire. And I'm like, you ruined it, man. You had this great bit of evidence and you're just like, oh, well, this evidence disproves that. (laughs) Like, if he had broken into a big dance routine, I don't think I would have been confused or... I would have been happy if he if they just broke out into giant song and dance routine at that point because I was so excited to get to present that piece of evidence. This has been Stefano rants about something. I I approve. Um, for those of you, for anyone who's only read the articles I wrote, see, I actually do like things. 
Yay! I swear I like things. I just don't have any idea what to write about. And then and then I, my ideas are formed by like, oh, hey, here's something that I don't like. And then I write about it. What games have you been playing, Joe? Um, sad to say I haven't really had a – it's midterms <gasps> right around oh. now, so I haven't really had a lot of time to play games. Yeah, that's true. I, I have am, midterms next week. It is spring break soon, though, so I will have a lot of time. I'll probably get back into my Mario Maker, see how those are doing. I, my Wii U isn't here at college, so I can't check on my levels. So I've got a couple levels uploaded, but I don't know what's happened to them if I want to play them or anything. So I'll probably do some of that. Um, I want to play Shovel Knight again, because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it now since the two-player co-op got released. And I can't do the two-player co-op on my version, but I figure I should play it again, because it's, it's a good game. And it's a lot of fun. Um... So there's that. And then maybe some stuff for the Twitch channel, which I guess worked out at some point. We've been talking about that for a while, but hopefully with spring break, I'll actually be able to get focused on stuff like that and start organizing things without having to worry about schoolwork. So we'll see. But yeah, that's that. I don't really have a lot to say. Um, All right. And we are, unless there's anything incredibly pressing, I think it's about time to wrap up. Yeah, I think we're good. So... Thank you for listening to this edition of the Game Cola Podcast. If you like what you heard, check us out on either YouTube, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. You can check us out there if you're not listening to us there. We post videos, we'll post you know, podcasts and stuff like that. If you're listening to this in the future, uh, you can check out our actual internet website, gamecola.net. Right now we're on, the site itself is on hiatus, but we're still doing other media projects like this um, podcast. You can also check out other media stuff that we do on social media, like our Twitter, Search Game Cola, or Facebook. You can also just search Game Cola. Um, we have a Twitch channel that we're starting to work out the kinks and trying to get up and running. So you can check that out. Again, I think it's just Game Cola Twitch. I'll have more clear details once we actually really know what we're doing with that. Yay! Uh, did I miss anything? For, oh, iTunes. Yeah. If you want to listen to us on your little phone device or whatever, you can check out the podcast on iTunes. Um, and you can subscribe. You'll be subscribed to all our other podcasts too, like Hacks and Slash and any RPG casts that we do as well. So that's cool. Yeah. And you can rate us highly if you like us. And if you don't like us, then you won't rate us highly. Who are we kidding? We can try to convince you that you can't rate us poorly. But you could. It's, it's, we, can't, we can't hide it. But please do not. Please rate us highly. We love Let's you. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Let's be real for once, you know? Just be wow. real. You, you and me and you and you and you and me. That was really kind of grim, actually. <laughs> what? I don't know. It just got a lot more serious. <laughs> well, we always do the joke. We do like, always oh, do the joke. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to mix it up. It's also, like, really late. This is viewers, listeners, not viewers. We don't see anything. Um, We're recording later than we usually do, and I'm getting kind of tired, if you can't tell. Oh, my God. Who are you? What? It's not even late. I, I have to, like, go to bed. Okay, hold on. I'll explain <laughs> we'll explain this another time. Thanks okay. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
Bye. You require sleep like normal humans. Oh, I don't. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. I've got like classes at 8 a.m. and 9:30 throughout the week, so I have Stop to like, me. go to bed before before like you know 12:30. All right, go go to bed then. You oh, win. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to bed right now. Oh. there's a new John Tron that just got released. I have to watch. Yeah, that. I need to catch up on Criminal Minds. Actually, I should probably stop my Audacity recording. Oh yeah. On this quarter too. No, Google. I don't want. Two times a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want point five. That's not what I wanted. Um, oh, don't start playing stuff. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I'm recording. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, it stopped. Um, Yay! We did it. We win. Okay. Aww.